apples? Who has the milk apples? Who has the milk and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. If this were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> Just so long as I'm the dictator. Live from Stanford, Connecticut, it is the Zeus, the Hercules, the Prometheus of talk radio, <laughs> the Animal Farm radio show. The date today is, I try, the date today, <laughs> today is April 16th. 2009. My name is Benjamin Miller. Chilling here with my fellow carpet-bagging Yankees, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. Pyth will be here soon. We've got a jam-packed show for Hello. everybody tonight. We're going to be rappy with, uh, rapping with Cordy in the yeah. second hour. She's going to teach us how to make Thunder Brew, the fighting alcohol known as mead. Thunder Brew. <laughs> and then the second hour, we're going to be speaking with Michael Berger, co-writer of William Lewis's newest film, Life on the Edge of a Bubble. We're also going to be getting into the latest economic news, as well as the latest police state blunders. And, of course, Tony will lubricate you with the pissed-on, the unthinkable, <laughs> and the scientifically fascinating straight ahead you are on the farm. This is Jason Vermis, and you're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. Bye. Now presenting Alex Jones. We're going to have bio-release. The enemy's going to attack. What are we going to do? Well, Dr. Beeble over here has a plan to stop it. It's total martial law, but it's it's for the betterment of America. And our counterpart, the head of the Royal Institute of International Affairs from the Tavistock Institute, is here. Dr. Schneebelbob, what do you say about the plan? Excellent plan, Lord Wilford. Hey, listen to me. I'm tired of you guys using clips of me without my authorization. Animal Farm Radio Show using clips of you without your authorization. Yeah, we gotta admit that. Happy Thursday to all. I was trying to do that. It just wasn't turning out too well. Really? Yeah. We'll, we'll get there, Ben. We got a lot of lot of work to do with the. Uh, we have to come up with some new Obama songs. Yeah. Uh, but of course, welcome to this Thursday edition of the Animal Farm. Of course, we are live, and of course, tomorrow we're gonna try our first uh, ever attempt. It may fail miserably, but we'll try nonetheless. <laughs> of our, uh, I guess you can call it the wrap-up show. It's really gonna be called the. Uh, what was it? What did Mark say? Oh my goodness! It's slipping my mind uh, now. Damn it! What was it? <laughs> Well, either way, we'll get to it later on. It's uh, the farm something. I'm getting all our slogans mixed up, yeah. our little marketing bits. We what? got uh, Cordy Seed and Feed tonight. Well, that's that one I, I remembered. It was, it was a weekly harvest. Right, that's, it, what, that's it was. what it was. Yeah, not not yeah. the uh, the famous Mark, but the other Mark. Mark with a K. He uh, had given us the weekly harvest, and that's what it'll be. So break coming up, and yes, folks, it is the pissed on, the unthinkable, and the scientifically fascinating. Stay with us. So much to do. So much to talk about. Some good news, some bad news on the farm. Stay with me. The 
First Amendment in the Bill of Rights limits the government's power by ensuring the freedom of speech and preserving the rights of the people. Every day that passes, our rights gradually slip away. It's time to take a stand and let the government know we're tired of losing our rights. LibertyStickers.com will allow you to express your rights and allow millions of people to see you stand up for what you believe in. LibertyStickers.com carries the largest selection of bumper stickers online, ranging from political to humorous, and is your number one source for Ron Paul for President stickers. As always, you can find your favorite stickers that protest the war and the president. Don't see what you're looking for? Liberty Stickers will custom make stickers that will let you get your message across for all Americans to see. Go to LibertyStickers.com and see pre-made stickers that will get everyone talking. That's LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. Liberty Stickers, the world's most dangerous stickers. Howdy. My name is Chris Milligan, publisher of Trine Day Books. Thomas Jefferson said, information is the currency of democracy. Trine Day brings to you what some don't want you to read today. Dr. Mary's Monkey is a book of profound importance. It helps us understand what has really happened in our country. Born to write this story, author Ed Haslam had met Dr. Mary Sherman, whose grisly murder mystery led him first to secret medical labs and then into the wilderlands of the Kennedy assassination. Author Jim Mars calls it an eye-opening ride into government cover-ups. Daniel Estelin's award-winning international bestseller, The True Story of the Bilderberg Group, was hailed by editors at a major New York publisher, but then stopped by higher-ups. After you read this book exposing the secret plans of the world's elite, you'll understand why. Trine Day books are available at bookstores everywhere or by calling 1-800-556-2012. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. house here on the animal farm once again thanks for joining us oraclebroadcasting.com is where the chat room is and there's some great folks in Thank there you. Uh, great information great peoples lots of fun so far in the chat room today ben lots of laughs of course animalfarmshow.com is our website we're going to get into some lubrication but before we do the numbers to reach us tonight as always are 512-904-8014 or of course the international line at 866-841 1065. Uh, a lot of news today that's really getting my blood boiling, so mm -hmm. I'm going to 
try to keep myself on a very happy note, Ben. I got my coffee today. I'm happy about that. I feel really good. It's a nice day out here. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like <clears throat> 65 and sunny. Pyeth looks happy to be Pyth here. Pyeth is very happy, although he was in traffic, so he's yes. probably really upset. Uh, but anyway, let me get to the lubrication, uh, and then we'll talk about what's what's troubling me on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. Really <laughs> <laughs> you never used that one. Nice. Excellent job, Pyth. Sorry about it. Yes. Well, you got here in time for lubrication. That's all we really need you for. You could leave afterwards. Go ahead. Drum roll me. Sorry. Give me that drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Of course, today the pissed on the unthinkable and the scientific, scientifically fascinating, of course, the first one. Maybe I should have used pedon. So uh, for all of you, uh, KTAE and all of our affiliates, I do apologize for the other P word. Pedon, a Saipan man Shut sentenced up. for urinating on fellow airline passenger. I mean, is it me or do these stories come in clusters? We just talked about defecation on planes, and now this is a urination. I don't understand. How could I not talk about this? Federal Court Judge Leslie Kobayashi. I got that right. Yesterday sentenced a 28-year-old man from Saipan to 21 days in prison for assaulting a fellow passenger on a flight from Los Angeles to Honolulu. Jerome Kenneth Kingzio had pleaded guilty. Yes. The incident took place on March 21st, however. Uh, the U.S. Attorney Ed... Kubo said court documents show the victim, a 66-year-old woman, was watching the in-flight movie when Kingzio stood next to her and began urinating on her. I mean, how rude. <laughs> that is just not a gentlemanly thing to do at all. Uh, the case was investigated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The prosecution was handled by Assistant United States Attorney Marshall A. Silverberg. So, I mean, I don't know what goes through these people's heads. Uh, I guess it's the alcohol. You know, I guess they... You know, it's... I don't know how you can't smoke on a plane, of course, obviously for the fire risk, but you can you can drink, which is really weird. People get all out of, out of whack. But anyway, moving on to the unthinkable, and I was debating whether to talk about this, but we're already in the toilet, as Pyeth had uh, remarked there. So here, Russian brothers admit killing and cannibalizing their older sibling. The world has just lost their mind. How, how know. old are they? Uh, well, we'll get there, Ben. That's like 28-year-old, 23-year-old. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Two men <laughs> oh have God. reportedly admitted. Just, just imagine this. Uh, yeah, thanks, Fox, for refreshing my browser without my permission. Two men have reportedly admitted killing their elder brother and eating parts of his body, which they kept in the fridge for months. I, mean, I can't believe I ate that whole thing. <laughs> now, Pyeth, you know, Pyeth will keep food in his fridge uh, for months until it spoils, but th this is a human body. Oh, years, you, you Pyeth. Gotta, years, you, yes. you got to heat that up the next day, otherwise it really goes bad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the pair, named only as Timur and Marat G., Oh, my God. Said they murdered their brother Raffis at the home in central Russian town, or city of Perm, pardon me, according to the newspaper. Uh, police grew suspicious when the brothers reported Raffis missing, but were vague about his details. Uh, after raiding their house, officers are said to have found the victim's skeleton, which had been stripped bare and buried in the garden. I mean, Stephen King. This would give Stephen King chills. Wow. So I want to tie it all together with something nice and, and interesting for once. I'm sorry about that, folks, but, you know, this is the farm, and we got to get things Bring done. Bring me the big knife. I'm going to cut my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell does he get these clips? Oh, boy. Okay, and for the scientifically fascinating, which I'm setting up pie with a softball here, but give me a second. I find this yeah. scientific. Couldn't even give me the chance. <laughs> Scientists bend laser beams and maybe lightning. This is cool and this is fun. I feel like I'm back in school now. Scientists have found a way to bend lasers and may use it to bend lightning as well. A team led by Pavel 
Polyokinen of the University of Arizona, <laughs> my bad, sent a special sort of laser beam, pulsed instead of steady and asymmetrical so that the one edge was brighter than the other through a series of filters. Get this. They found that the beam actually curved a bit by about five millimeters, or about one-fifth of an inch, over the total distance of 60 centimeters, or two feet. Stay with me here. People expect lasers to do certain things, like propagate in a straight line. Polykinin's old Scientific American. Uh, the fact that a laser beam actually curves is quite unusual. So this is kind of a breakthrough of sorts. Right. Since the laser pulses are so intense, they zap the air they pass through, leaving behind an ionized plasma trail. I, now I really feel like watching Star Trek. You and I were talking about that before, Ben. Yeah. Uh, that trail might be conductive enough to form a natural pathway for lightning to travel along points out Jerome Kasparian at the University of Geneva. So I'm actually going to delicious this particular lubrication article. I think it actually has some, some value as opposed to the other two. Um, Pokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side. <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, but, uh, you know, nevertheless, uh, it is a nice day here. But, yes, like I was saying before, uh, there's just, I mean, some late minute articles here uh, and stories that came out. One of them, which I'm not gonna even going to play the YouTube clip, uh, Ben, but there's this, apparently, this man on YouTube, this pastor, yeah. who, uh, who apparently was, you know, ran into one of those American checkpoints, you know, freedom, where you have to pull your car over for no reason other than just possible intoxication or suspicion of whatever. Mm -hmm. And so he gets pulled over, and long story short of it, he didn't do anything wrong according to his story, but he get he gets beaten, he gets his face mashed into a broken window, cuts his entire face open, blood everywhere. He gets, yeah, I know, I'm looking at it, it's gross. He gets, he gets tased in his car, then they bring him outside, they smash his face to the ground with, with their boots, and then they tase him again. Uh, they won't let him go to the bathroom. So it's this long story. You can check it on YouTube. I believe I delicious did. If that's you working, did. I hope it is. Animalfarmshow.com. Uh, we do have some people holding on the line, but before we do, and then finally, and we'll get to that too, because I really want to get into detail. There's another story about it. Just another veteran story that just, it boils my blood to the point where I feel like doing very irrational things, things that maybe I, I, I'm, I'm against in a lot of ways. You know, I really get... I just feel like it, something's going to break soon. I don't know how veterans can take this much abuse, being the strong people that they are, yeah. and let companies like AIG, for example, screw them over. In this particular case, it's AIG. They, they won't even give this guy a wheelchair. He lost a leg. He lost his eye as a result of an IED in Iraq. Uh, I don't know. Uh, like I always say, and challenge me on it, but I think veterans just get abused from every angle possible in life. Uh, I, I, it's baffling to me. It, it breaks my heart. Oh, but you're right. <laughs> Right, and, and so we'll talk about that when we get, when we uh, get some time. Of course, we're going to be up against a break soon, and you know, obviously, the phone calls are important. We want to get your thoughts. And today's a big day on the farm because we do have Cordy. Yeah, and we have some. We have um, uh, the name Michael Berger. Thank you, Michael Berger, uh, so, co-writer of uh, William Lewis's new film. There's so much to do, Ben. I don't know how we're going to cram it all in. And and you know, once again, tomorrow being the uh, the weekly harvest. Hamburger. Right. So <laughs> we're all here, and, and we're really looking forward to it. But. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I'm going to play this clip too when we get back of this uh, veteran. His name is John Woodson, and he's telling a story. This is, I believe, it's an ABC broadcast for 2020. It's one of those shows, and you know, once again, I would say I would recommend sending this out to some people. Just let people know that this is going on. That AIG is not only getting bailout money, which we're paying for, but they're fighting this guy. They won't even give him a wheelchair. They won't even give him a plastic leg in some in some uh, regards. Mm -hmm. It is. Absolutely, in my opinion, baffling. I'm sure I'm missing some piece of the puzzle here, Ben, but I don't know what it is. So if you uh, if you want to participate, it's 512-904-8014-866-841-1065. So a lot to cover in that regard. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just time, I think, for a complete revolution, in my opinion. Uh, maybe I'm being irrational. We'll talk about it on the other end. Your phone calls when we return on the farm. Please don't tell this world. 
I'm so excited! Please take back this fear we're under. I demand a better future. They say that you could travel the world without leaving your home through the pages of a book. Adventures Unlimited brings you all the adventures that you could imagine when you travel through the pages of their books. Adventures Unlimited carries an eclectic diversity of subjects such as alternative health and science, free energy, ancient history, Native American studies, and much, much more. Get away from the daily grind, unwind, and feed your mind to free your mind. Explore any topic you wish at adventuresunlimitedpress.com. They're not only an online bookstore, but have stores located around the world and have been in business for over two decades. Adventures Unlimited Press, your own world of information is only a page away. effective a marketing tool it can be. CTWPromotions.com understands your needs. All of their campaigns are fully customized and targeted to each client individually. Whether you have a music-slash-business or a freedom-slash-patriot-related profile, CTW can and will help you get more out of your MySpace profile than you ever could yourself. Clients may typically receive upwards of 2,000 new targeted friends, fans, and networking partners per week. Visit their website to review real testimonials and more. Unlike many others, we guarantee legitimate work. Please visit or email MikeCTW at www.ctwpromotions.com or promotions at conquertheworld.com. Again, that website is www.ctwpromotions.com. Hi folks, Doug Owen here for TexasTeamSpeak.com, one of the world's largest authorized TeamSpeak host providers on the net. TeamSpeak is a voice over IP teleconferencing solution that consists of both client and server-side software. The TeamSpeak server acts as a host to multiple client connections capable of handling literally thousands of simultaneous users and works in a variety of applications, such as teammates speaking with one another while playing their favorite online video game, small businesses cutting costs on long-distance charges, or for personal communication with friends and family. With TeamSpeak, you can easily stay connected with your fellow group members or start a special group to invite others to join. Whether you seek a private communication medium or would prefer to host a server open to the public, TeamSpeak is an ideal solution to help communicate your interests with others online. When a word is worth a thousand keystrokes, use TexasTeamSpeak.com. Animal Farm Radio Show. Now, this is the greatest show on radio because Paya is on the show. I know. <laughs> Weeknights from 5 to 7 p.m. Central. Back here on Animal Farm. 
want to thank all of our affiliates out there. KPAE, the Lone Star Legend, Central Texas, picked up two hours of the show. Thank you very much. 16.50 a.m. Buffalo, New York. 16.30 a.m. Liberty and Justice. You have one right from uh, Ohio somewhere. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You mean uh, 16.40 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sioux Falls, of course. Sioux South Falls. Dakota and Omaha, Nebraska. So, yes, yes. all those great folks listening. We thank do appreciate it. It's great to hear from all of you. And once again, folks, thanks for the emails. Thanks for the support, the, uh, the, the recommendations, the constructive criticism. We love it all. Info at animalfarmshow.com is another great way to get in touch with us if you want to say what's up or if you want to bitch and moan at us. That's even cool. Uh, you know, we're, we're kind of down for all that, but we do want to yeah. go to the phones. Uh, and I guess it's HX in Ohio is on the line on the Animal Farm Live. What's on your mind, person? Hello? What is going down on the farm, boys? How y'all doing? How's it going, man? We're doing Hello? great. Hey, good deal. Hey, y'all, I wanted to uh, uh, call in and give a point of view about uh, one of the, one of the things that y'all were discussing yesterday, the uh, the whole immigration debate, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know it was a rather spirited rather spirited discussion in the chat room the other day or yesterday and, yeah everybody was right uh, i just wanted there. to yeah. for like two hours yeah. i just wanted to take a <laughs> y'all i mean the, the debate is endless really but i just want to take a moment and 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 uh and uh, uh go ahead and go with the uh, people who who uh, want to deport everyone right so i want to go ahead and explore for a moment uh, exactly what happens in that scenario, right? So let's say that we give these racist goons, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it by calling them anywhere, anything else, because I don't see any of them complaining about the illegal Canadians coming down for our health care. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's obvious what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. But let's get let's let's go ahead and give them what they want, right? Let's go ahead and deport thirty or forty million people, however many's here. Let's go ahead and militarize the border, right? And let's take a look at our country in the process when that happens, right? History shows without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, that when a nation chooses a population as a scapegoat, that population is most definitely assuredly not going to be the only people who are victimized in that, in that process. History shows the, the not, just look at the most obvious example for your, for, your, for your answers. The Nazis took everybody who didn't toe the line. And that's the facts on the ground. They took everybody. Everybody. They took the gays. They took the gypsies. They took the Jews. They took political dissidents. They took anarchists. They took everybody, man. Everybody went down in the process, right? So now not only do we have, I mean, you know, let's go ahead and kick out all these Mexicans, right? They took our jobs. Let's go deport them all and kick them all out, right? They so took what our do we jobs. have to do in order to do it? Yeah, what do we have to do to accomplish that, right? Well, first of all, the process is already well underway. Halliburton's got $300 million to build uh, detention facilities. What do you think those things are for? And this ties into where, why I think that the, that the mainstream right is now co-opting the revolutionary platform that we all, uh, uh, we all tend to promote. But that's another story. But in the process of trying to deport all these 30 or 40 million people, what's going to be generated out of that is the largest, most aggressive, most intrusive bureaucracy in the history of this country. And it's going to be man-staffed and operated by people working for the government and projects like what Obama's been talking about. Right? So that's what's coming. And, and, and with the mainstream rights stirring up things the way they are, and everybody's wondering, why wow, they're baffled. I can't understand why why uh, the right wing is now co-opting our message and why they're saying all the same things that we are. And we love Glenn Beck, and, oh, he's great. Now he's on our side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so the reason me... is they, they, they are inciting these people to the, – the, they want to radi- radicalize the right so, the, so that the right wing falls right into the Hegelian dialectic like we always do, even though we know better. And we ask for a solution. We ask for 30 or 40 million people to be deported, and, to, and, and then we have to use this bureaucracy. We have to use these facilities. They want to militarize the border. They want to militarize the border as a, as a response to people. Listen, man, this is nowhere near the solution. All this does is empower the beast that oppresses everyone. It oppresses all people. So instead of turning a people into your enemy, let's strike the root. Let's figure out why those people are coming here. Let's solve actual problems. Let's not, let's not just uh, give, these, give, give this agenda what it wants and go along with the flow and demand these kind of reactions that's going to put ourselves in the fire, too. Guaranteed that's what's going to happen. So all these people out here who are demanding militarized borders, who are demanding deportations of 30 or 40 million people, you people are working for the enemy. That's the bottom line. <laughs> HS, Word up. Great call. Ben, I'll let you respond first. Excellent call. Love the, the, the passion. But go ahead, Ben. You go first. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree. We don't want to turn this place into East Berlin. Uh, we don't want to. We don't want to create that intrusive bureaucracy, like you're saying. Um, I guess the question that I have for you, HX, is you know what? What do we do? Do we go after employers? Obviously, we can't take an influx of a hundred million people into this economy. It just won't won't handle it. Um, you know, do we go after the empl- uh, employers had, or what? We, I don't mean it. We've, we've had thirty million people come into this country before. We had legions and legions and legions of Irish people come into this country uh, during the uh, potato famine. And, and we got through that, and we'll get through this. The problem is not, is not that, we can't, that we aren't capable of having an economy that can support these people. The problem is that we have a horrible money policy. We have a fiat money currency, which is the exact same situation that they're in, which is why their pesos are worth crap, because the IMF has been doing the same thing to them that our Federal Reserve has been doing to us. So I don't understand why the, what the conflict is. We are a people on the same side opposing the same oppressors. You know what I'm saying? You fix the money, you fix the problem. You fix the money, you fix the economy, and you make us wealthy again, and we'll have a country that will be begging on our knees for another 30 or 40 million people just to cover all the wealth that we're generating. So, so you know, it's, it's just a bunch of propaganda that these people don't have a place here. We've always had open borders. I don't hear any of these people complaining about Canadians coming over to get uh, better health care, which happens a lot. A lot of Canadians don't don't like their socialist health care system up there because they can't get seen. And they come down here to get our health care all the time. And I don't hear any of these people complaining about that. So on the bottom line, when you strip away all the layers of bullcrap and propaganda, these people are racist. Mexican is the new black man, and these people are going after them for that reason. There's no other reason. There's no other excuse. That's it. That's it. I can't. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks for the call, HX. Great call, HX. I mean, there's a lot there. It was a bombshell call, really. Uh, and there's so much to respond based on what you said. And I was trying to take notes while you were talking. And just, just off the surface uh, from the beginning, I think you made an interest, interesting point there regarding uh, how, you know, if, if we're all going to unite and try to get all of the Mexicans out, are they only, they're not going to be the only group that this is going to happen to. It's nah. going to be kind of a contagious thing. But I would even add to that, HX. I would even go on top and say, what about the revenge? Let's say theoretically we eliminated all the Mexican illegal immigrants. 
never mind getting into the race debate because I think it's an also it's a very another good point. Mm-hmm. But I think the bigger issue here is yes, let's say we got rid of all of them, deported all of them. There's going to be a lot of uh, revenge wanted, and there's going to be a lot of new enemies to our south. I think there's also a lot to be talked about there. Uh, for me, Ben, I, you know the ultimate uh, problem here is that this has been going on for so long that the solution of just uh, getting rid of everybody, eradicating everybody out, is just not even remotely practical. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, do you really want a, a dude in a black ski mask coming knocking up on your door with his guns drawn while your kids are home saying, uh, let me check your house and see if there are any illegal aliens in here? Nobody wants that crap. No, you know, it, I don't think so, Tucker! <laughs> it, it is ridiculous, and I think there's there's so many other solutions, uh, and like HX was kind of touching on that, you know, we can not only employ, but I think, yes, we could absolutely find an economic solution to all of these types of problems with the immigration thing, although it's a tremendous issue, and I think uh, like, like you also touched upon, it's a talk point for a lot of politicians trying to gain something. Uh, so much to talk about there, HX. Great call, really. I, 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 there's so much going on there. I do want to, before we get to the interviews, I want to talk about this unfortunate veteran issue. So we're going to switch gears on the other end, but great call. Thanks so much. AnimalFarmShow.com, the website. We shall return. Get out of here. History will always remember those with the strongest voice. You're listening to the Oracle Broadcasting Network. Long live the revolution. How would you like to finally be debt-free without paying another cent to creditors and not have to file bankruptcy? DebtCrisisSolutions.com can help free you from the debt trap. This is not a debt settlement program which has tax consequences or debt consolidation. With our program, there are no more payments to creditors or collectors. We will help restore your credit history, protect your property, prevent paycheck garnishments, and preserve your bank account. We also provide mortgage modification services which can lower your mortgage payments without refinancing. If you're facing foreclosure or are in the foreclosure process, we can help. Finally, proven debt solutions that work for the people. Become debt-free in 90 days. Doing nothing doesn't make the debt go away. Call Debt Crisis Solutions today and speak to an advisor absolutely free. Call 718-615-0123. That's 718-615-0123. Or visit them online at DebtCrisisSolutions.com. That's DebtCrisisSolutions.com today. Are you one of the people who think, I have plenty of time, nothing's ever going to happen bad to me? Do you believe that when your cupboards are bare, our corporate-controlled government will jump right in to feed you and yours? Do you have at least a year's supply of food for your family? This is Kurt, the armchair survivalist, heard on this network. Survival Enterprises sells real food, canned for long-term storage. Beef, chicken, turkey, bacon, butter, cheese, eggs, freeze-dried fruits and vegetables, Mountain House freeze-dried meals, MREs, a full nutritional line, the British Burkfeld water filter, and more. If you want to prepare now, now, go to beforeitstoolate.us. That's beforeitstoolate.us. Or call 1-800-753-1981. That's 1-800-753-1981. Or you can put your head in the sand and be just another sheeple in the corporate-controlled flock. But remember, those who don't learn from history are bound to repeat it. Amazon.com has become a leader in online retail and is a place where people can find and discover virtually anything they want to buy. Amazon offers thousands of products, including 
books, movies, and music. Full range of electronics. Computer and office. Sports and outdoors. Dry storable and organic foods. Health and wellness. Survival and tactical gear. Home and garden and much more. Amazon not only offers over 10,000 online products, but also operates retail websites and offers programs that enable you to sell your products online. By making your purchases through Amazon.OracleBroadcasting.com, a portion of each purchase goes to the Oracle Broadcasting Network. Find great prices on hard-to-find items and help support Oracle Broadcasting at the same time. That website again is Amazon.OracleBroadcasting.com. Farm folks, thanks for joining us. We're going to get to the uh, beautiful, the talented, the intelligent Cordy. Before we do get to her, though, we have someone who disagrees with the last caller, HX. His name is Doug. He's in Texas and he's on the Animal Farm right now. Doug, uh, you disagree with the last caller, and I want you. I wanted to get your opinion. And this way, everything's on the line, Ben. We want to give everybody an equal. Oh yeah, let's air it out. Go ahead, Doug. Hello. I uh, <laughs> I, I love the program, and I love Cordy's program. It. It's probably the most informationally chock full deal, so I don't want to take any yes. of that time. Um, uh, I uh, one of y'all's comments. I get Ben and Tony. I get y'all mixed up. But last, you know, last night about the drones uh, from four miles up taking out the pirate ships. I totally agree. That last caller about the thirty or forty million illegals. Um, I disagree with that. I mean, there are plenty of folks standing in line waiting their turn, and. Um, the exploitation of the hospitals alone, much less the entitlement programs that are set up in the sanctuary cities and whatnot, um, it, it is not sustainable. Uh, we have Americans living in tent cities. I, I have a soft heart uh, for anyone that is not, you know, able to put food on the table and whatnot. But you know, if there's a life raft and only 100 folks can get on it, what happens when 250 get on it? Everyone goes down. Um, I, I think. I think that guy, <clears throat> I, I just, I politely disagree. And um, 30 to 40 million illegals, like I say, I mean, it, it's illegal. Um, and and that's, that's my point on that. All right, Doug. Well, I mean, listen, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously it's a huge debate. Like we said yesterday, Ben, it's a tremendous, yeah. tremendous debate. Anything else in your mind, Doug, before we move on to Cordy? Well, I'll just say this also, that, you know, <clears throat> living in central Texas, that, I mean, there is an omni-threat of a complete breakdown in Mexico, and there might be 20 or 30 million more that, that march into Texas. Um, and like I say, I've got a caring heart for those folks, but it, it just it's not sustainable. And <clears throat> anyway, um, Cordy, I'd like to say hello to you and, uh, of course, Pius and uh, and uh, Cordy's program. Like I say, I mean, it, it, it pretty much... Uh, takes a baseball bat uh, to all the other so-called informative programs, and I, I, I just love the uh, angle that y'all take on your program to add a little bit of humor into it because straight seriousness and 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 uh, scariness and and all that it's a little bit much. And I you know I listen to radio all the time, and uh, I just really like y'all show, so I appreciate you taking my call. 
Thanks thank, a lot, Doug. Thank you, my old friend, <laughs> for everything. <laughs> thank you very much for the uh, call, Doug, and for the support, as Thanks. always. And, that, and that's what, yeah, I mean, we appreciate, especially the compliment on our format. I mean, that's kind of what we're trying to do. We're trying to, we all know the news is bad. I mean, we've repeated this a million times, but, you know, I have, I have stories of veterans not able to get a wheelchair for, uh, you know, missing a leg and an mm-hmm. eye from AIG, the company that just got billions of dollars. This enrages me to the point where I want to do really irrational things. It, it's just crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, we all know the news is horrific. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you, Doug. I mean, we're trying to make the show entertaining and, and somewhat uh, amusing and fun and informational at the same time. And yep. that's kind of, that's our flavor, so that's what we try to do. I want to comment a little bit on what Doug was saying. Yes. Um, one, of, one of the things I agree with you, Doug, is that, you know, from a... From a I know, I know. From a <laughs> Sorry, you're distracting you don't me have there. To acknowledge. You're distracting me there. I'm trying to get Cordy on the line. Over, um, here. Over here. I'm a yeah. From what you're saying, you know, the social programs that we have going on with uh, with them coming into the hospitals and stuff, and them actually being supported from our budget is yeah, that's absolutely wrong. We shouldn't be supporting uh, financially anybody that's not a, a legal citizen in this country um, with our socialist system. We shouldn't be probably shouldn't be supporting anybody in general. But if you're coming here illegally. Uh, you don't need to, you know, you should not be getting free crap for just for just coming here and working and not uh, having any citizenry. My opinion. This is illegal, you know. <laughs> but other than that, you know, I, I also agree with HX as well. We don't want to, uh, you know, turn our country into a police state. We don't want to start de- deporting people. But I, I do think that employers should get looked at. Um, you know, I, I do believe that there should be a minor bureaucracy behind that um, looking into employers. I do. Well, there you go. I think we have Cordy. I right. thought I sent you away, Cretan. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if we have Cordy. Let's just see. Cordy, are you with us? I think I'm with you. Yes, Cordy. Welcome to the Animal Farm. So <laughs> glad. Wait, we're going to give you... Yeah, go ahead. Give her the music. Get that woman power music. I feel feminine when I hear this. I love it. <laughs> you feel feminine. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. You can, you can make fun of me. I don't care. Yeah. Sing it. All right. <laughs> Is this Dolly Parton? I have no idea. Yeah, drink that green beer. <laughs> All right, Cordy, welcome. The great Cordy, Cordite country. Of course, Saturdays and Sundays on the infamous Oracle Broadcasting Network uh, from 3 to 5 Eastern Standard Time. A great show, extremely informative, just like Doug said, Cordy. Uh, maybe a pound for pound the most informative show, certainly more than ours. <laughs> uh, but, Cordy, welcome to the show, and uh, say hello to all the people listening at home. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Cordy, we want to talk about a lot of things, and I think what's on everybody's mind, especially mine and Ben Pyatt's, is we want to get right into how to make beer or mead, one or the other. I think we're going to do mead first, because uh, that's important. That'll save me a lot of money each year, looking at yeah. my statement. <laughs> so, um, okay, uh, you know what? We can actually, uh, yeah, we'll bring her music down just a little bit, because now it's getting a little crazy now. Um, yes. Excellent. So, Cordy, let's start off. We have a lot to talk about in a little bit of time, so let's start off. Let's talk about how to make Mead. All right. Well, you know, it's really easy to do. I mean, come on, think about it. This is something that the Vikings and the Celtics and everybody used to make and uh, have a good time. Uh, They also used it for medicinal purposes. You know, Um, I I reckon it was a way to keep them from killing everybody in the tribe or the clan. You know, they just drink a lot of mead, pass out, and then everybody be happy. (laughs) But uh, it stops me from killing people. (laughs) <laughs> does it? Ben? Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> mead is an alcoholic beverage, and it is produced by the fermentation of just a diluted mixture of honey and water. Uh, that's it. 
and it usually comes out, you know, with a slightly gold tint to it. Uh, it smells really, really full-bodied and wonderful. And uh, the alcohol content is usually anywhere from between seven to twenty-two percent. Oh, twenty-two percent! That's <laughs> that's brutal. That's, my goodness. So yeah, tell us how it's, it's done. All right. Well, what you want to do is you want to take and mix one quart of honey, and you don't want to use the uh, the honey that you get at the grocery store or at uh, Walmart because that's not honey. That's just colored um, corn syrup. Oh, damn it. Uh, damn it. <laughs> just go to your farmer's market or your organic herbs herbal store or whatever and uh, get you some real honey. Local honey is the best. Your body likes it the best. And uh, you take one quart of honey and uh, three quarts of distilled water and just go ahead and simmer it for about five minutes. You don't want to bring it to a boil. And uh, if you want to, you can rock on from there or you can add some herbs and spices to it. Mm. Uh, we like to uh, add cinnamon. Uh, star anise is also very, very good. Cloves are awesome. Pumpkin pie spice, whatever you want to throw in there. Mm, some nutmeg would, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not? All right. Put <laughs> some Parmesan cheese in that mix. Ew. <laughs> okay, you're getting a little bit I'm Italian. Today. What do you want from me? Oh, that explains um, a he's lot. He's sick. <laughs> <laughs> but then you just, uh, you know, bring it almost to a boil, just a nice simmer for about five minutes, mm. and uh, add your herbs and spices to it, and uh, then let it cool off to just above body temperature. And you can use um, a candy thermometer or meat thermometer, whatever, uh, or just use your finger. If the flesh doesn't rip off, then you know it's cooled off enough to go ahead and... and <laughs> keep moving Good. <laughs> you know but uh, <laughs> then you want to add a package of, of yeast and a lot of people say oh you have to buy certain yeast no you don't you can just get the yeast that they sell at the store for like three packages for a dollar works just fine cordy uh, let me ask you a question because i'm now I'm, I'm totally taken back with this honey thing you tell me that the honey they sell at mcdonald's and little little containers is that also just uh sugared corn syrup is that also bad yeah, I love yes. the I love the McDonald's honey. All right, well, that really gets me. Uh, Dipping chicken nuggets in there. Oh mm. my god! I mean, you just can't get <laughs> you just can't get more American than that. Uh, all right, Cordy. So wow, that's excellent. Now let me ask you. That. Of course, this is um, Cordy's feed and see. This is the bit name. We're, we're getting there, folks. And that was that's why the music went. Uh, but uh, Cordy, so we actually we're going to have to put this post on our site. In other words, the recipe. We want to make mm-hmm. sure, yeah, we have to, maybe you can shoot it over after the show, we'll put it on our delicious feed and we'll put it on the homepage, how to make your own meat, that's, that's a good way to get people yeah. uh, active, you know, activists. <laughs> okay, so that's excellent, and what, do, what, do, what other than cin- cinnamon, what, do you, what else do you put, do you put cloves in the mix there? Yeah, yeah, we have I like we put cloves. cloves in it before. Um, you know, anything that, that you like to play, pumpkin pie spice is awesome, because you make it up, you let it ferment for a couple months, and then, you know... Boom, you have this mm. great tasting mead that kind of tastes like you're drinking pumpkin pie. Oh, wow. Okay, so you boil all this stuff in a pot. I did right? that one time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't boil it, you simmer it in a pot, correct? Simmer it in right. the pot. All right, and then uh, after that, what's the next step? You let it cool off uh, just to about body temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go ahead and add a package of yeast, mix it all up. Uh, if you want to really promote a good growth of your yeast, just take about. Oh. Go ahead there, Courtney. <laughs> you just take a um, take about a cup of a honey water mixture and uh, pour your yeast into it and let it froth up. And then go ahead and add it back into the large container that you've got the rest of the mix in. Excellent. Okay, we got a break coming up. Cordy, stay there. Cordy's Feed and Seed on the Farm, the first ever, the inaugural. I want to talk about caloric intake when we get back to That's important these days. Everybody's drinking light beer. No! Which really gets me angry, Ben. Animal Farm Show returns. Stay with us. <laughs> The first-
First Amendment in the Bill of Rights limits the government's power by ensuring the freedom of speech and preserving the rights of the people. Every day that passes, our rights gradually slip away. It's time to take a stand and let the government know we're tired of losing our rights. LibertyStickers.com will allow you to express your rights and allow millions of people to see you stand up for what you believe in. LibertyStickers.com carries the largest selection of bumper stickers online ranging from political to humorous and is your number one source for Ron Paul for President stickers. As always, you can find your favorite stickers that protest the war and the president. Don't see what you're looking for? Liberty Stickers will custom make stickers that will let you get your message across for all Americans to see. Go to LibertyStickers.com and see pre-made stickers that will get everyone talking. That's LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. Liberty Stickers, the world's most dangerous stickers. Howdy. My name is Chris Milligan, publisher of Trine Day Books. Thomas Jefferson said, information is the currency of democracy. Trine Day brings to you what some don't want you to read today. Dr. Mary's Monkey is a book of profound importance. It helps us understand what has really happened in our country. Born to write this story, author Ed Haslam had met Dr. Mary Sherman, whose grisly murder mystery led him first to secret medical labs and then into the wilderlands of the Kennedy assassination. Author Jim Mars calls it an eye-opening ride into government cover-ups. Daniel Estelin's award-winning international bestseller, The True Story of the Bilderberg Group, was hailed by editors at a major New York publisher, but then stopped by higher-ups. After you read this book exposing the secret plans of the world's elite, you'll understand why. Trine Day books are available at bookstores everywhere or by calling 1-800-556-2012. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Pull back the curtain to expose the matrix on Axiom Radio with Rob Chowder and Joel Bissell. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on the one and only Oracle Broadcasting Network. With uh, Cordy here from Cordite Country. Gotta She's teaching us how to make mead. 
Cordy, Cordy's feeding seed here on the farm. I love it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be every Thursday. Just I, I failed the whole thing, Ben. I dropped the ball before. It's every single Thursday gotcha. at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be the feed and seed with Cordy and this wonderful feminine music, which I really like. So go ahead, yeah. Ben. Continue there, Ben. Yeah, the, so, okay, so where were we in this process? We uh, were, we were um, the, I guess, yeah, body, simmering the uh, the ingredients, and then we were going to, uh, then we, what were we going to do no, next? It's, 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 we're, we're at the body temperature. You, you My, it, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we got past the simmer. We're at the body temperature now, which is, I remember that for some ridiculous reason. But now it's at body temperature, you know, and what do we do now? When can we drink it and, and, and party with it? <laughs> well, we go ahead and add a package of yeast to it and mix it all up really right. well. And uh, then we're going to pour it into a large container. Um, those old, big, gallon uh, ceramic jugs or wine bottles, they work awesome. Mm. Um, if you don't have one of those, you can just use a, a plastic bucket. That works fine, too. Uh, you just don't want to use anything aluminum uh, when you make any kind of alcoholic beverage, period. Okay. Um, but then you just uh, go ahead and put a bubbler on top of it. You can get these at, um, oh, you can get them at, at you know, homebrew stores or whatever. We just use a balloon. You know, we just take one of those balloons and stick it over the, the top, the little spout of the uh, bottle. Okay. And what this does is it uh, it helps to, uh, it's a breather. You know, it allows the CO2 to escape while keeping the air out. Ah, cool. excellent. So the, how big would the balloon get? Like- um, you know, it, it doesn't ever, it's never actually uh, blown up all the way. It, it's really funny to watch it because it looks like it's breathing. Ooh, hmm. that's weird. So it's it's kind of funky. If you really want to mess up somebody's mind, <laughs> <laughs> squeaky toy, excellent. I love squeaky it. Squeaky toy. Okay, so how long do you let let the CO two uh, escape? Well, you know, how long before you can drink and get drunk? <laughs> well, you got to put it in a dark place and let it just sit there and rest for about seven days. Oh my! Any temperature God, uh, there? Time. Does it have uh, to be cold or warm? No, it doesn't really matter. It you know, it's mead. It doesn't really matter if it's. If it's warm or if it's cold, just let it sit in a dark place for seven days. You know, forget about it. Kind of like you would an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend. Just let them sit in a closet for a week. I got a question. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. I got a question for all the listeners and for you, Cordy. If we made Animal Farm branded mead, uh, even though it's probably illegal for us to sell it across any lines, state lines, <laughs> would you buy it? That's the question. I mean, if we had yeah. Animal Farm mead, I think that would sell. We could raise some money for the show, Ben. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. It would taste like a sheep. <laughs> well, that would not, that would not be good. Yes. So seven days, you let it sit, and then it's ready for serving. Any particular no. uh, other any other steps after that? Yeah, then you just want to uh, go ahead and strain it again. And what Ooh. you can do is you can use um oh you know a piece of linen, some cheesecloth, whatever. Just go ahead and strain it because you want to get all the little extra floaties, the condensation. Uh, Oh, I can't think of it. The nasty little floaties that the end sediment. up here. Floaties. Harry, thank you. Yeah, floaties are, are, are yeah are fine. Oh, sediment. <laughs> sediment. Yeah, sediment. Very good, Ben. <laughs> sediment. Thank you, hon. But then you just strain it off and uh, go ahead, and uh, you end up pouring it back in the bottle that you started with, the container you started with, oh. the pot or the bucket or whatever, and then you can uh, cover it up. Um, let it sit for another week if you want to. We usually just go right ahead and pour it into bottles and put a nice tight seal on it and let it sit for about three to four months. Nice. Now, the longer that it sits, the more potent it will become. Oh, so this is going to take a... See, Python and I were hoping to make mead for, you know... 
for next week or next weekend. Or yeah, I figured a couple of weeks. So this is going to take a long time. Now, if we make it now, yeah. Ben, by the end of the summer, we're going to have meat. So let's start yeah. tonight. Yeah, we should. Yes. What do you mean? As soon as possible. Because <laughs> uh, we, we could really use Rose out of beer over here. Yeah. <laughs> that is very, very interesting. And now, do you know, Cordy, as far as caloric, uh, you know, how many calories would be in, uh, you know, 12 ounces of beer anywhere from 100 to, let's say, 200 calories, roughly, something like that, right, Pyth? 60 or 70. No, Jesse, <laughs> we're not going to take that number. How I many think- calories would be in meat? I think there's about between 350 and 360 (laughs) calories um, in about eight ounces. He was right. Wow. So, so yeah. So now we're. This is not for the uh, the light beer drinker. I mean, this is for the real dedicated alcohol drinker or alcoholic. Because you're going to have the uh, the 300 calories. That's quite a bit of calories. Now, uh, you know, but I guess the the real uh, you know objective then, Ben, is to make it as strong as possible. So you're not drinking four or five of these, and it's like seven meals later, uh, as far as calories are concerned. Because that's a main. That's a main. Thing. That's probably why meat is not very big in this. Country. I don't even give a damn about well, the calories. <laughs> I don't even know. Ben she said care. 300. I was like, that means nothing to me. Well, <laughs> so why you? Drink Bud Light because it tastes good. <laughs> and it's less filling, Tony. <laughs> Bud Light tastes There's like absolutely piss, no calories from fat, though. So ah, good, cool. Well, yeah, I see, feel, so that makes yeah. you feel better when you're drinking up. I, well, I feel, I'll feel good no matter what. Uh, <laughs> Bud Light tastes good. We're gonna have to talk about that in six six minutes when we're off the air. Uh, <laughs> well, it's getting it's getting a little hectic here. Uh, great stuff. What okay. you just said yeah. is one of the most Please. insanely idiotic things oh, I have ever heard. God. Yeah, it's like Robitussin tastes good. Uh, I, I can't deal it with doesn't? it. Doesn't? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> go, go outside, Ben. <laughs> All right, Cordy. Well, that's excellent. So we have this now. We're going to need a, a written recipe because we are going to make this uh, this mead. And we are, you know, in six months, four or five, four and a half months, we're going to have like a taste test and maybe even do a live uh, video cast because that would be funny if it yeah. t- tastes really bad. Sure. So, uh, but uh, first things first is we have to get some good organic honey. Now, let me ask you this, Cordy. If you got the McDonald's honey or the one in the supermarket, the, the main brand honey, what what would be the result? I mean, how bad would the mead come out? Would it be really untasteable, or what's the story? You would have sugar water. Terrible. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right, yeah. so we don't want to do that, Ben. No. We want to have real bees, extract, extract. Right, you know the uh, the honey that they sell in the little teddy bear bottles on in the grocery store, and, and even the stuff from McDonald's and Burger King? Um, yes. Basically, it's all imported from China. It's mm. not honey at, at all. And the United States is the only country that allows it to be imported and sold as honey. Oh my goodness! And it's funny you had you mentioned that now because I wanted to bring up one thing. I guess before we finish wow. the uh, segment here, Congress is now trying to move to ban uh, BPA in all food containers. And I know that's been a you know one of the things under the radar because nothing you know, nothing makes us unhealthy. It's all a conspiracy theory. But Congress yeah. has introduced legislation now intended to establish a federal ban on uh, bisphenol A or BPA in all food beverage containers. The measure would greatly expand earlier efforts to limit the chemical from products used only by babies and children. Now, that, that was the main concern from what I've read in the past is that, you know, we have baby bottles uh, specifically with, you know, with heated up milk, Ben, that have BPA in it. And a lot of mothers and, and parents, for that matter, yeah. are really getting freaked out because uh, apparently it's very unhealthy. Do you, what are your thoughts on BPA in and of itself there, Cordy? Well, I think it's absolutely disgusting. I think it, it's a, um, a big part of what is, you know, really wrong with so many people. Look what everything you buy. It's got BPA in it if it's in a plastic container. You won't, what do you do? You put it in the microwave and right. you warm it up so it goes and it spreads out through your food or your beverage or whatever and then you drink it up or you know or eat it and hello, yeah. uh, why don't you just sit down and gnaw on a plastic carton, you know, yeah. get it over with. 
Yeah, it's out of control. <laughs> and every time you try to bring any of this stuff up, the Dr. Mannies and the Dr. Guptas on the mainstream media television shows and the Fox News and CNNs, they always just automatically say, no, 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 There's not, nothing's wrong with it. There's no studies that prove anything like that. You know, Those evildoers. Every time you try to warn someone out there of, you know, of an ingredient in a soda or a diet soda or plastic or mercury in a vaccine or you know, even the lead in the toys from China, which is a huge concern and always has been, nothing ever gets done. And it's impossible to even get the message across because people just say nope 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 for whatever reason Cordy and it baffles me every single day but either way uh, I digress so yeah BPA now it may be some good news I don't know what they're going to replace it with but the fact that it's in there in the first place it, it just it just it's crazy it's unbelievable it is, it is. there's no reason for this anymore uh, just like there's no reason to have a preservative that contains mercury in exactly. a, a friggin vaccine I mean it, you know what there's no other way to preserve a, a vaccine and that's, and the problem is you know when, even if there is no other way just don't preserve it well, that's what I'm saying you know figure out a way to either preserve it healthier or, or just like you said Ben or come up with new versions of it but the problem is on the on the, the front cover of the magazine so to speak or on the the opening introduction of any of the videos that the mainstream uh, media covers these things it's always all oh, these people are anti-vaccine these people are anti-plastic these people are anti-whatever and it's wrong mm -hmm. that's not the you case you can't handle the truth you know, i mean look you're, <laughs> you're a parent you don't want to poison your child is that is that outrageous no it's completely understandable nowadays it is tony why not cordy yeah. uh yeah. so yeah cordy but it, it's great it's obviously great to have you on we're gonna have so many more of these episodes we got about another minute oh. left uh once again cordite country on this station folks do not miss it saturday and sunday Three to five Eastern. It's an amazing show. I, I try to catch it every Saturday. She's going to teach us how to make Animal Farm brand lubrication. That's, That's the next one. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know how the branding would come into it, but yes, Ben, you're absolutely right. Lubrication is next. So, folks, do not miss that. There's that music again. A Cordite feed and seed. Cordy's feed and seed on the farm. That's our little segment. That's our bit. Because uh, she's feeding and she's seeding, and we love her very much. Cordy, thank you. Thank you. We, we oh, to... you're very welcome. I love you guys. Well, we love you. We do. And, you know, once again, sorry about the, the problem. We, we didn't call you on Saturday. I know you're still kind of upset, but you like Ben, at least. And that's, that's good. That's the first. <laughs> the nah, only one, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cordy, thanks for joining us. Got a break coming up. You when we bet. get back, I, I want to talk about this unfortunate veteran, uh, you know, and the veterans issues in and of itself. We just cannot repeat it enough. Stay tuned. Animal Farm, against the wind, folks. Thank you. Thank you very much. They say that you could travel the world without leaving your home through the pages of a book. Adventures Unlimited brings you all the adventures that you could imagine when you travel through the pages of their books. Adventures Unlimited carries an eclectic diversity of subjects such as alternative health and science, free energy, ancient history, Native American studies, and much, much more. Get away from the daily grind, unwind, and feed your mind to free your mind. Explore any topic you wish at adventuresunlimitedpress.com. They're not only an online bookstore, but have stores located around the world and have been in business for over two decades. Adventures Unlimited Press, your own world of information is only a page away. how effective a marketing tool it can be. CTWPromotions.com understands your needs. All of their campaigns are fully customized and targeted to each client individually. 
Whether you have a music-slash-business or a freedom-slash-patriot-related profile, CTW can and will help you get more out of your MySpace profile than you ever could yourself. Clients may typically receive upwards of 2,000 new targeted friends, fans, and networking partners per week. Visit their website to review real testimonials and more. Unlike many others, we guarantee legitimate work. Please visit or email MikeCTW at www.ctwpromotions.com or promotions at conquertheworld.com. Again, that website is www.ctwpromotions.com. You are now listening to the Oracle Broadcasting Network, the home of cutting-edge talk radio. In uh, October of 04, and it's been hell since. KBR-1 with sawdust got hit by a mine on Phoenix. There's a mine blast. There's a previous hole and another hole. Sawdust is all right. Driver's down. Medivac. We were on uh, a trip from Anaconda to uh, Al-Assad. And uh, 13 fuel trucks and uh, several gun trucks, uh, military platforms. Now we got... Two guys medevaced already, one still okay. Three people hurt, two trucks totally destroyed. Mine was planted, no idea how. Uh, I ran over a, a IED and was blown out of the truck over a hundred foot away from where, uh, where I was. I lost my left leg, uh, both my knees are damaged. Pelvis was broken, and uh, I've lost my eyesight. My left eye is permanently damaged, uh, as well as my right, uh, three-quarters of it. I'm not able to work. I cannot see. Um, I can't sit for a very long time. I can't stand for the, the same time limit. Uh, there's irritation somewhere in my body. You constantly are worried about who is going to pay these bills, who is going to take care of me, because you, you can't rely on AIG to come through for you. I don't understand how a company uh, of their size and their magnitude and with government bailouts and money and support, I don't understand uh, them not taking care of the individuals that, w that were injured. It makes me wonder, the people that still believe in AIG, you know, what they're going to go through. What, what's going to happen to them uh, if they have a problem? The men that are still in Iraq and, and over in Afghanistan, the ladies, what's going to happen to them? knowing what I've struggled through for five years now. Yeah, that's John Woodson. Uh, I, I'm going to make sure we delicious this. Once again, folks, you can follow along on our website, animalfarmshow.com. Uh, you know, this is what, uh, these are the type of stories that we can't obviously make fun or make uh, laughs about. It's just not possible. This is John Woodson, a veteran. He's, he lost a leg. It looks like a, from the knee down uh, from the pictures. He's on four different prescription meds, at least on the video alone. Mm -hmm. He also lost his left eye completely, or at least oh it's God. permanently damaged, so he's got to wear an eye patch. Um, so, you know, listen, uh, these things happen in war, I understand. War injuries is IDE, or no, I'm sorry, IED. Pardon yeah. me, I think I might have said IED. Those before. things are brutal, man. Oof. I think it's 
improvised explosive device. I think yeah. that's what it stands for. Yep. So, I mean, listen, this is war, I understand. But uh, this uh, this guy, you know, and these veterans are covered by AIG under a government-mandated program mm-hmm. that provides medical and disability benefits for employees working for U.S. contractors in Iraq and Afghanistan. AIG covers about 90% of the claims for overseas workers. So, you know, you would expect, even without the bailouts, you would expect, you know, and especially with them, that this gentleman would be getting the help that he needs in any form, whether it's meds or whatever, you know, that's a whole other story, but yeah. can, can you at least get him a wheelchair or, you know, a plastic leg, and they won't even do that. This is uh, out of abcnews.com, an Oklahoma man who lost an eye and a leg, and Iraq says the giant insurance company, yeah. IG, refused to provide him with a new plastic leg and fought to keep from paying for a wheelchair or glasses. For Disgusting. The, for the eye in which he's got, so he actually has 30% vision Bunch in the eye. So he wants to get a pair of glasses so that his his left eye, which is one that's damaged, he didn't lose it, but it's he wanted you know so he can see. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not asking all that much. No. I don't think you know. Maybe I'm wrong you here. You know, if the guy goes to war, okay, I could see if he trips at home after he comes back from war and pokes his eye out with a pen. I understand that, yeah. but the dude lost his eye in our war, and our government's not paying for it. To, it's to think a- of that is the most disgusting, disturbing thing a person could imagine, man. Yeah. It doesn't get much worse than that. And just, and, and, and I agree, Ben. And you know, that's why. Welcome I, to the White House. That's why I would suggest adding these types of articles and stories to your to your little social networking sites because you know these are the ones that are nonpartisan. You yeah. know, you're not sticking up for Democrats or Republicans here. Screw them. Yeah. Now it's time to start talking about real issues that are affecting real people. Stupid red and stupid blue. I'm so pissed about this. Stay tuned, folks. When we get back, much more on the fun. Hi folks, Doug Owen here for TexasTeamSpeak.com, one of the world's largest authorized TeamSpeak host providers on the net. TeamSpeak is a voice over IP teleconferencing solution that consists of both client and server-side software. The TeamSpeak server acts as a host to multiple client connections capable of handling literally thousands of simultaneous users and works in a variety of applications, such as teammates speaking with one another while playing their favorite online video game, small businesses cutting costs on long-distance charges, or for personal communication with friends and family. With TeamSpeak, you can easily stay connected with your fellow group members or start a special group to invite others to join. Whether you seek a private communication medium or would prefer to host a server open to the public, TeamSpeak is an ideal solution to help communicate your interests with others online. When a word is worth a thousand keystrokes, use TexasTeamSpeak.com. How would you like to finally be debt-free without paying another cent to creditors and not have to file bankruptcy? DebtCrisisSolutions.com can help free you from the debt trap. This is not a debt settlement program which has tax consequences or debt consolidation. With our program, there are no more payments to creditors or collectors. We will help restore your credit history, protect your property, prevent paycheck garnishments, and preserve your bank account. We also provide mortgage modification services which can lower your mortgage payments without refinancing. If you're facing foreclosure or are in the foreclosure process, we can help. Finally, proven debt solutions.
solutions that work for the people. Become debt-free in 90 days. Doing nothing doesn't make the debt go away. Call Debt Crisis Solutions today and speak to an advisor absolutely free. Call 718-615-0123. That's 718-615-0123. Or visit them online at DebtCrisisSolutions.com. That's DebtCrisisSolutions.com today. Are you one of the people who think, I have plenty of time, nothing's ever going to happen bad to me? Do you believe that when your cupboards are bare, our corporate-controlled government will jump right in to feed you and yours? Do you have at least a year's supply of food for your family? This is Kurt, the armchair survivalist, heard on this network. Survival Enterprises sells real food, canned for long-term storage. Beef, chicken, turkey, bacon, butter, cheese, eggs, freeze-dried fruits and vegetables, Mountain House freeze-dried meals, MREs, a full nutritional line, the British Burkfeld water filter, and more. If you want to prepare now, Go to beforeitstoolate.us. That's beforeitstoolate.us. Or call 1-800-753-1981. That's 1-800-753-1981. Or you can put your head in the sand and be just another sheeple in the corporate-controlled flock. But remember, those who don't learn from history are bound to repeat it. You're not going to shove a dictatorship down the throat of the American people. They'll kill you. They'll kill you. And they can. Here on the Animal Farm Radio Show, we got Michael Berger on the line. He's the co-writer of uh, William Lewis's newest film, Life on the Edge of a Bubble, about the economy. Uh, Michael, how are you tonight? Great. How are you guys? We're swell. Doing well, thank you. Tell us what this new film's about. I, I talked to William Lewis, and I said, hey, we want to have you on to promote the new film. And he says, eh, he said, I just made it. Uh, but the guy you really want to get on is Michael Berger. He's the one that knows all this stuff. Um, so tell me, what is this film about, essentially, in a nutshell? Well, it kind of follows the theme uh, that I keep hearing on your show, which is about uh, learning from history repeating itself. And in terms of the crisis that we, that we now find ourselves in, we were told over and over again that this thing came out of nowhere, that the experts who are responsible for making sure something like this didn't happen were taken by surprise. At least that's what they would have us believe. And yet, if you go back and look at American history, you find something other, that we've basically had a crisis like this almost every 20 years since the nation began. And the question then becomes, how come we don't know this? Yeah. And the other question I have is, you know, that's a fact. what makes this crisis different than the other ones for the past 20 years? Because we've seemed to have, you know, we haven't been, uh, you know, we didn't starve to the point where we we're cannibalizing each other. Not yet, anyways, but. Not like in the, those two guys in Russia or yeah, what we talked about. Yeah, what makes this, uh, what makes this one different? Well, at least up until this point, I think what makes a difference is the widespread belief that it's almost over. Uh, the the media now has been touting this notion that uh, maybe the worst is behind us mm-hmm. and it's over. But as uh, as you see in the film, when you go back and you look at some of the the previous uh, panics and crises that were of a scale that that are probably even smaller than this one, they lasted anywhere from four years to more than a decade. In fact, even after we came out of the Great Depression. Uh, and after World War II, I don't know how many people are aware that in the 50s, during the prosperity of the 50s, when 
we look back and think of America at its great height of industrial production and manufacturing, um, the most Americans believed we would have another depression within 10 years. So, so many years have gone by now uh, that it's, it's become, it became inconceivable that it could happen again. And yet, here we are facing the same kind of crisis as before, and we have the experts taking advantage of the situation. And what we show in the film is that if we, if we see how history repeats, for one thing, it arms us with the information we need to be able to protect ourselves when we see these kind of uh, credit bubbles and crises coming. And what it also does is it gives us an opportunity to figure out how, how to escape this cycle. Michael, one of the things that uh, just right. really gnaws on my brain every day is is how to tell people information in, a, in, a, in an efficient way. I mean, obviously everybody is different, but it's very obvious to me walking around and talking to people that uh, most people either A, don't want to talk about anything, they just don't want to know anything, or they'll always put up some defenses, whether it's based on knowledge or not, it doesn't really matter. Uh, when you try to tell people about what's going on in America, you try to explain to people how the veterans are being mistreated, how the economy is being deflated, whether it's on purpose or not, it's, it's being done. And the one thing that that I find is that people don't understand or they, they have no way to apply what's happened in the past. They don't understand that, yes, this happened in history. Things like this have happened to almost every great nation. You could just pick one out of the basket. They just refuse to at least acknowledge or apply that it, it's possible that it could happen to the great America, even though we've only been here for so little time. Uh, what are you, in your experience, what's, what are some of the uh, methods that you use to talk to people? What's your approach? You know, enlighten us because we're trying to become better at our communication skills. Well, I think one of the most interesting opportunities this presents is that, like, unlike with other issues, when it comes down to economic issues, and at least this crisis, now when the average person is threatened with losing their job, losing their savings, losing their home, losing the American dream, this now becomes personal. It's, it's a lot uh, more difficult to just dismiss what you may have to say or share with them about it, because now this has become personal. This isn't just ideological. This isn't happening to your neighbor. It's happening to all of us. And I think because of that, because it is personal, uh, it makes it, it, it opens up a window and opportunity to reach out to people who may not have listened to us in the past or may not have wanted to hear what we would like to share with them. I think now this, this crisis provides the best opportunity of all to actually educate people about what's really going on and what's at stake. Yeah. Mikey, you say this happens every, every 20 years or so. Um, the economy dips down. But what is it, what is it that's exactly happening, yeah. and what is it that caused this to happen? Well, I mean, basically our financial system and our banking system, going back to the day it was created, uh, are all based on faith and trust. That's how credit works. That's how the economic system works. And when everybody is feeling optimistic and there's plenty of credit uh, and people are willing to borrow thinking that the future will be brighter, uh, we get this enormous, enormous expansion in credit, in debt, and in the economy itself. You get a uh, full level of people working. There are people uh, constantly expanding uh, job opportunities, and it doesn't matter if you go back to almost, not a pre-industrial, but to the early part of the Industrial Revolution in early America, before we had wide-scale manufacturing and industrial production, or you look at a highly complicated technical society that we live in now, credit is the fuel, it's the engine, it's the heart of our system. And 
as credit expands, the economic system expands, and what eventually happens is our overly optimistic point of view on what it is that's coming down the line eventually gets the better of us, and the system expands and credit and debt expand beyond a point where borrowers can't pay back the debt. And once our faith and uh, trust in the system that we're going to get payback or that we'll be able to pay back the debt that we get into begins to collapse, the whole thing falls apart like a house of cards. And when I say that this has happened every 20 years with regularity, I'm not just talking about a simple downturn. Maybe since the Great Depression, we look at it as a recession or a downturn, and we've used these euphemisms because we haven't experienced anything on the scale of what happened in the 30s. But if you go back to the 1800s, you literally have a crisis of epic proportions every 20 years. We had a panic in 1819 and again in 1837, 1857, 1873, 1893, 1907, 1929. And what all of these had in common is a collapse in the economic, uh, basically all businesses, massive failures, uh, foreclosures, um, unemployment rises, skyrockets. And so for us to be told now by the, again, same experts who didn't see this coming, uh, that <clears throat> perhaps this is over and we bottomed out is ignoring history and also the fact that this was a bubble built on a bubble built on a bubble, and it was extended for as long as possible because the people who were running the show didn't want it to fall apart. Michael, I, I want to talk wow. about fl- uh, fl- uh, fight or flight because that's something that interests me in this country. You know, when will people start really reacting and, and really acting, uh, acknowledging, you know, grow up, be a human being, you know, take responsibility for what's going on and start doing something. When we get back, much more uh, with Michael Berger. Stay tuned on thefarmshow.com. Amazon.com has become a leader in online retail and is a place where people can find and discover virtually anything they want to buy. Amazon offers thousands of products, including books, movies, and music, full range of electronics, computer and office, sports and outdoors, dry storable and organic foods, health and wellness, survival and tactical gear, home and garden, and much more. Amazon not only offers over 10,000 online products, but also operates retail websites and offers programs that enable you to sell your products online. By making your purchases through Amazon.OracleBroadcasting.com, a portion of each purchase goes to the Oracle Broadcasting Network. Find great prices on hard-to-find items and help support Oracle Broadcasting at the same time. That website, again, is Amazon.OracleBroadcasting.com. The First Amendment in the Bill of Rights limits the government's power by ensuring the freedom of speech and preserving the rights of the people. Every day that passes, our rights gradually slip away. It's time to take a stand and let the government know we're tired of losing our rights. LibertyStickers.com will allow you to express your rights and allow millions of people to see you stand up for what you believe in. LibertyStickers.com carries the largest selection of bumper stickers online ranging from political to humorous and is your number one source for Ron Paul for President stickers. 
As always, you can find your favorite stickers that protest the war and the president. Don't see what you're looking for? Liberty Stickers will custom make stickers that will let you get your message across for all Americans to see. Go to libertystickers.com and see pre-made stickers that will get everyone talking. That's libertystickers.com or call 877-873-9626. Liberty Stickers, the world's most dangerous stickers. Howdy. My name is Chris Milligan, publisher of Trine Day Books. Thomas Jefferson said, information is the currency of democracy. Trine Day brings to you what some don't want you to read today. Dr. Mary's Monkey is a book of profound importance. It helps us understand what has really happened in our country. Born to write this story, author Ed Haslam had met Dr. Mary Sherman, whose grisly murder mystery led him first to secret medical labs and then into the wilderlands of the Kennedy assassination. Author Jim Mars calls it an eye-opening ride into government cover-ups. Daniel Estelin's award-winning international bestseller, The True Story of the Bilderberg Group, was hailed by editors at a major New York publisher, but then stopped by higher-ups. After you read this book exposing the secret plans of the world's elite, you'll understand why. Trine Day books are available at bookstores everywhere or by calling 1-800-556-2012. Friday, 11 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, The Global Reality, with Josh. Iran's development of a nuclear weapon, I believe, is unacceptable. Uh, and uh, we have to mount an international effort to prevent that from happening. Yeah. Uh, Iran's uh, support of terrorist organizations, I think, is something that has to cease. When will we ever learn how many times do they have to do this to us before we wake up? It, it, it's really, it's unbelievable in my mind. It doesn't take a genius to find out. If I know about this, it shouldn't take a genius to find this out. Seriously, folks. Uh, Animal Farm Show returns. Uh, we were talking to Michael Berger. If you want to call in and talk to him and ask him some questions, it's 512-904-8014. The international line at 866-841-1065. Uh, Michael, we were uh, during the break there. We're kind of, you know, I guess documenting what's been going on and how the bubble is, you know, ever so much closer to bursting, at least in financial terms. But I wanted to ask you about fight or flight because, you know, one of the things that interests me, and I would say Ben and Pia too, is you know we talk to people, and it's not that people are dumb, uh, not even that they're ignorant. A lot of times, just they don't know. They're just not told the information. That's why we have our show. Uh, but as far as fight or flight goes, you know, at what point, you know, we talk about lines in the sand. What do you think is the real turning point if the economy does collapse are you going to see a, a countrywide change in mentality like enough is enough with the tvs we can't just sit on our asses and watch sports like we'd all like to all day and you know american idol it's time to really get active talk to your neighbors and start finding out what's going on around us what, what are your thoughts on that i i think we're starting to see that i think uh yesterday's a perfect example with people out in the streets turnout was greater than i think most organizers expected and so we are starting to see people engage now. Like I said, if this is, this is about as personal a crisis as you can get. You can't avoid this. If you're not the person who's lost your job or is having problems keeping your house, then your neighbors are. So everywhere you go, you see this affects you um, in, in every way possible. And so basically, I think what we're seeing now is people are waking up, and people, people first of all, are... <laughs> 
and and rightly so, outraged at the fact that we're giving money to private corporations and banks that caused this problem to begin with, and the same people who are handing them the money are the people who get elected based on the money that those same corporations use to finance their political careers. How many people have been talking about the fact that all the fraud and criminal activity behind this, behind, uh, for example, Citigroup, AIG, all of these banks have settled charges, never admitting guilt, but have settled charges of their involvement in um, investor fraud, accounting fraud, manipulating investors to buy, if it's not Enron, offshore partnerships. So at the same time, these companies are settling. We're now giving them taxpayer money, which they're using to settle without having to admit guilt. These people should be should be sent off and tried and charged for criminal for the crimes that they've committed. And yet, the average person is is losing their job, losing their house. If you look at how much money has gone towards the bailout, we could have paid off. I'm not saying we should have done this, but another way of looking at it, to put it in a different perspective, could have paid off more than 90% of home mortgages in the country. Now, I'm not saying, again, that we should have done that, but if you really want to jumpstart the economy, <laughs> imagine if you'd have paid off 90% of mortgages. I don't think we would have a problem with demand. So... Yeah. 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 From a layman's perspective, economic girly man. <laughs> I'm the yeah, <laughs> I'm the average American out there. My government can do no wrong. I uh, I love them. Everything they do is correct. I knew um, I knew it, Ben. <laughs> why did Why did they do this? Why didn't they pay off ninety percent mm. of our mortgages? Well, I mean that's that's the the question that. You know, if you pay attention to mainstream media, you keep hearing all this double talk about how you're really not smart enough to get it or understand this, so just kind of leave it to us and we'll fix it because we know what's best. And I think that the average person is sitting there saying, yeah, exactly, they smell it. They can smell it. from, the, from They don't have to be close to it to smell it. They can smell it wherever they are in the country, and they know that that's what it is, and that's why they're rising up. So why did they do it? That's, that's kind of the crux of the film. I mean, that's what we do is explore and show um, why it is that they've been doing it and how long this has been going on, and it opens up the door to how do you change it? How do you reform a system that's totally out of control where the people have no voice and their um, representation in Washington have no interest in the needs or wants of the people? I mean, and I think this is now really starting to percolate up from the bottom up, and we're starting to see it like we did yesterday in the protests around the country where people are saying, yeah, this really stinks, and we're not going to take it anymore. Talking with Michael Berger, uh, the film is Life on the Edge of the Bubble. Uh, I want to get into. I want to see it. Yeah, I want to get into the Obama <laughs> situation because I got to tell you, Michael, one part of me is is you know amazed on how how well this bait and switch uh, it was executed. You went from this really this scapegoat, this lame duck president in Bush, and they brought in this celebrity, beautiful man in Obama, and he could do no wrong. He is a, the biggest celebrity Obama! in the history of this planet. Uh, so it was a very successful bait and switch, I think, in that regard and across the world. You know. 
know, he's the world president. He's the next messiah. Mm-hmm. But now, and the he's other, a Mac Daddy. Yeah, that, that's like my left brain. But my right brain is saying to me that I think he is a walking house of cards, Michael. I really believe. I mean, look at the headlines we talked about this week. Charges against CIA officials for waterboarding. They're going to say no. They're not even going to deal with that, the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. Obama then seeking swift approval for another $83 billion in war spending. This is from a peacetime candidate. Obama, no. Obama administration maintains Bush legal argument for terrorist surveillance secrecy. That's just Monday through oh, Wednesday, Michael. And every week, every week, and I know it seems sometimes, sometimes like we're picking on Obama, but we're not. Every week, there's more and more, uh, there are more and more actions by his administration and by Obama himself that just reek of the same salami that's been sitting in the in the uh, you know refrigerator, kind of like Pius refrigerator <laughs> for the last eight years. You know the ketchup that is rotting away. Sorry, Pius. Um, <laughs> so, Michael, uh, you know, w- 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 <laughs> would you agree, Michael, that uh, you know it's just a matter of time before people will have to just look the- at themselves in the mirror and say, you know what, we were we've been duped again, and I think it's going to happen really soon. What are your thoughts on the whole I, Obama I thing? I think those I think those people are sitting there saying that spicy meatballs coming up on me again because. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of the same thing all over again, and all you have to do is look at the, quote, you know, economic advisors that he surrounded himself with. These were the same people who got us into this crisis. You've got uh, former Treasury Secretary Rubin. You've got Larry Summers. I mean, these were the architects with Greenspan during the Clinton years who made sure that we didn't regulate derivatives. So these were the people who instigated this crisis. I mean, one of the things we point out in the film is with, for example, with Rubin. Um, You know, when Rubin left the Clinton administration as Treasury Secretary, he then goes through the revolving door and uh, winds up uh, working on the board of Citigroup, the same Citigroup that he, as Treasury Secretary, made sure uh, their business was deregulated. Uh, Citigroup... Uh, later admits, well, doesn't admit to being involved in helping to, share, you know, shag shareholders' money in, in Enron, setting up off-the-books uh, off partnerships to hide money. And then he now becomes the architect of the recovery in this new administration. And when he was in the Clinton administration and then in Citigroup, he profited from deregulation. He made over $150 million, not counting stock options, when he worked for Citigroup. Um, which, you know, as Treasury Secretary, it would have only taken him about a thousand years to have earned that in the 10 that he worked for Citigroup after he left the Clinton administration. And now we have these guys back again at the controls. So, yeah, I think that spicy meatball is not sitting well. Yeah, people are starting to get sick, starting to throw up all over the place. Really? Yeah, and it's it's bad out there. We are talking to Michael Burger for anybody that... Uh, <laughs> oh, oh boy, that's disgusting! You set him up, and oh, real quick, I did delicious the life on the edge of a bubble dot com website, and of Excellent. course, I also delicious which the trailers on that site, but there's also a YouTube trailer in higher definition. So, folks, check it out: animalfarmshow dot com. Our delicious section, yes, yeah. I have to talk to uh, William. Lew. I think we were supposed to get a screener of that movie um, before we did this interview, but nonetheless, yeah. it's it's very very interesting. Although I, I really want to see it. So, yeah, where's our damn screen? <laughs> I, w- I want to see the movie. I mean, I'm, I'm in a documentary kick right now, Ben. I want to see. <laughs> Yeah. I you guys have one. No, we don't have one, but we'll, we'll get one. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Berger, AnimalFarmShow.com, living life on the edge of the bubble. I want to see it. You are now listening to Oracle Broadcasting. 
the home of Cutting Edge Talk Radio. Of the 3 million plus edible food plants that grow on earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. They say that you could travel the world without leaving your home through the pages of a book. Adventures Unlimited brings you all the adventures that you could imagine when you travel through the pages of their books. Adventures Unlimited carries an eclectic diversity of subjects such as alternative health and science, free energy, ancient history, Native American studies, and much, much more. Get away from the daily grind, unwind, and feed your mind to free your mind. Explore any topic you wish at adventuresunlimitedpress.com. They're not only an online bookstore, but have stores located around the world and have been in business for over two decades. Adventures Unlimited Press, your own world of information is only a page away. MySpace. Many people do not realize how effective a marketing tool it can be. CTWPromotions.com understands your needs. All of their campaigns are fully customized and targeted to each client individually. Whether you have a music-slash-business or a freedom-slash-patriot-related profile, CTW can and will help you get more out of your MySpace profile than you ever could yourself. Clients may typically receive upwards of 2,000 new targeted friends, fans, and networking partners per week. Visit their website to review real testimonials and more. Unlike many others, we guarantee legitimate work. Please visit or email MikeCTW at www.ctwpromotions.com or promotions at conquertheworld.com. Again, that website is www.ctwpromotions.com. Life on the Edge of a Bubble. He's a co-writer with William Lewis, the infamous William Lewis. Great, great filmmaker. Um, and this one looks to be a very good film. Michael, I had a question. Uh, uh, you were saying that in the 1800s there were a lot of booms and busts as well. Then the Federal Reserve came in in 1913 and they promised a more stable economy. What were some of the causes of some of those initial booms and busts before the Federal Reserve got implemented? 
what used to happen is basically uh, from the from the way the deal was set up from the beginning, uh, state chartered banks, and at the very beginning, we had the first bank of the United States. It was a federally chartered bank. It was privately owned, but it was a central bank, uh, not unlike the Federal Reserve. We've had three privately owned, uh, federally chartered national banks. We had the first bank of the United States from 1791 to 1811. It had a 20-year charter. We had the second bank of the United States, which was uh, put out of our misery by President Andrew Jackson, who fought a war (laughs) to end the bank. Uh, That one had a 20-year charter. When they tried to recharter it during the Jackson presidency, he basically exposed the bank and said it was a corrupting influence on the political system and said, either I will kill the bank or it will kill me. And uh, he won that battle. And basically from that point on, from 1837 until the creation of the Federal Reserve, we had no central bank. So you had um, wildcat banks. and And in fact, one of the odd things that happened when Jackson killed the bank, he took uh, federal deposits out of the, the second bank of the United States and spread it amongst pet banks, as they were called. These were the state-chartered banks that supported him politically. And as a, as a kind of side effect or consequence of doing that, he kind of can be held responsible for the big boom that happened in 1837 that eventually led to the crash of 1837 and the panic and the depression that followed. So what basically the cycle is, there's a massive expansion in credit and debt. When the good times are are going on, everybody wants to join in the games and the party, and they all borrow, whether in the early 1800s you were a farmer, you wanted to borrow to buy some more land, to buy new equipment, to buy uh, more seed and expand your holdings, or gamble on government land. We had the westward expansion going on where the government was uh, the biggest real estate purveyor. Um, and what would happen is we'd have these enormous booms where prices of land would skyrocket, commodity prices, stock prices, and then for one reason or another, credit would contract. Either uh, there would be a shortage of gold, there was always a shortage of gold, which made it difficult for uh, banks that used to have to um, back their paper currency with gold or silver. Um, but if you go back and look throughout history, we never had enough gold, especially before we had mines of our own. So eventually you would wind up with a credit collapse, with bank runs, and with panics. And again, this happened over and over and over, which is also a reason why I think, you know, going back to some of your earlier questions, the reason people now are going to uh, stand up in opposition is because frankly, there will come a point where they can't afford not to. If you don't have a job and you're losing your home and you have nothing to lose, you're going to stand up. You're going to rise up and you're going to say, look, enough of this. This, this, is, uh, this isn't what we bargained for, especially while you're seeing the people at the very top living a life of luxury and ease without any concern for what's happening on Main Street. Are you ready for a war? <laughs> Life on the edge of the bubble uh, of a bubble dot com. That's the website, uh, Michael. Why do we have a debt based system in the first place? Well, um, you know that's that's one of the things we we reveal in the film. That basically, what most people don't know 
it goes very it goes right back to the founding of the country that uh, our first secretary of the treasury alexander hamilton uh, when when we had gotten through the Revolutionary War, we had had a massive inflation with our first experiment with paper currency known as the Continental. And I don't know how many people have heard the saying, not worth a Continental, uh, but we found out very quickly that if you don't have any revenue to back your currency, a currency quickly becomes worthless if you keep printing it, and that's what happened, and it became worthless. And after the ratification of the Constitution, our Secretary of the Treasury, Hamilton, put forward a plan to set up a financial and banking system, which, to this day, the, the plan that he set forth is the same foundation for the system we have today, which was a circulating currency based on national debt and private banking corporations that benefit from issuing currency and controlling credit. So basically, we have this private financial system that makes all the profits off of our credit and money. So one other interesting possible resolution of all of this is to constitutionalize, not nationalize, but constitutionalize the banking system, go back to the way it was set up in the Constitution, in Article 1, Section 8, Congress had the authority to coin money and to regulate its value but they delegated it through Hamilton's uh, magic trick to private banking corporations. And this early beginning of the system wound up setting the basis. It split Washington's first administration. It created the origins of political parties and the factions that were against uh, Hamilton's uh, magic. You know, people like Thomas Jefferson, the first attorney general, uh, these people opposed these implied powers that Hamilton claimed there were to interpret what's in the Constitution, that it didn't have to be expressly written. And these decisions still reverberate today. This is how we wound up with a currency that was based on government debt. Now, imagine for a moment if we had a constitutional banking system where the federal government the Treasury issued money, which they did actually in the 1840s for quite a while. There's a whole period of time, uh, kind of a, a hidden period in, in American financial history, where the Treasury did issue our money. And the benefits and the profits from the banking system went into the public Treasury instead of private corporate pockets. And this is one possible way of bringing in revenue and changing our financial system and also offsetting the need for income taxes. So there, there are lots of opportunities that are here, and as more and more people wind up with that spicy meatball that just won't stay down, you know, we have to present them with what, what this debate can turn into if we have real reform. Yeah, Michael, the more the more we talk to experts like you in the in the field of economics and whatnot, it just seems like there's so many there's, there are so many ways that we could be fixing this problem. There are so many ways obviously we could have prevented this problem, but just talking about fixes uh, and just from like the Obama administration standpoint, there's like you said before, you we could have wiped out 90% if not more of yeah. all the housing mortgages. So many ways you could be fixing our problems. We, I say that we go get the time travel machine, we go yeah. back in time, we and we hang Hamilton. Yeah. I hate that guy. <laughs> that guy was a jerk. Well, you know, they sell him 
on eBay, Ben. Why don't you, why don't you buy one and we'll try it live on the air? <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, it, it just seems like even though economics is a very difficult subject to understand, there's so many things going on. And, of course, I, I'm sure this film is going to educate all of us uh, regarding why this has been going on. Of course, the, the questions on the site says, why didn't the experts see it coming? You know, quote, unquote, who let this happen? Where were the regulators? And, of course, what does this mean for you and your family? It's a great way to, to educate people watching the film. But the next question I would have, yes. uh, the big topic is going to be the uh, the actual dollar itself. So we know that they could be fixing these problems. They're not doing it. They're bailing out AIG and all these huge companies. Meanwhile, they're going out of business anyway. GM is going to you know, uh, go bankrupt soon. So mm-hmm. it's just it's ridiculous how they're getting away with looting this country for its final hurrah. Question for you, Michael, is where do you see the dollar in a year? What's the dollar going to be up to? Well, I mean, the one, the one side effect of all of this that very few people seem to have foreseen was I think a lot of people assumed that the dollar was going to collapse and that gold was going to go through the roof. And what we found as this thing unwound, I don't think anybody realized the global scope of this crisis. And what's, again, interesting is, for example, 1837, the Panic of 1837, it was actually a global panic. It was actually caused because the British bank raised interest rates and British investors who had sent their investment money to the U.S. to invest in this booming new economy pulled their money out of the U.S. economy, and that was one of the contributing factors to the crash in 1837. So I think a lot of people missed the fact that other countries were having even greater financial problems, and so rather than the dollar falling apart, it actually wound up having people plowing money into the dollar as a safe haven. Who, who would have ever thought people would want to invest in our debt at this point at, you know, 0.1% interest? Yeah, it almost seems like the people controlling the strings don't really have control sometimes. It's almost like they're, they're going above their own heads. We're talking to Michael Berger, of course, lifeontheedgeofabubble.com. You can check it out at animalfarmshow.com. Uh, one more segment with Michael. Stay tuned and your phone calls. We'd like some money. Hi folks, Doug Owen here for TexasTeamSpeak.com, one of the world's largest authorized TeamSpeak host providers on the net. TeamSpeak is a voice over IP teleconferencing solution that consists of both client and server-side software. The TeamSpeak server acts as a host to multiple client connections capable of handling literally thousands of simultaneous users and works in a variety of applications, such as teammates speaking with one another while playing their favorite online video game, small businesses cutting costs on long-distance charges, or for personal communication with friends and family. With TeamSpeak, you can easily stay connected with your fellow group members or start a special group to invite others to join. Whether you seek a private communication medium or would prefer to host a server open to the public, TeamSpeak is an ideal solution to help communicate your interests with others online. When a word is worth a thousand keystrokes, use TexasTeamSpeak.com. How would you like to finally be debt-free without paying another cent to creditors and not have to file bankruptcy? DebtCrisisSolutions.com can help free you from the debt trap. This is not a debt settlement program which has tax consequences or debt consolidation. With our program, there are no more payments to creditors or collectors. We will help restore your credit history, protect your property, prevent paycheck garnishments, and preserve your bank account. We also provide mortgage modification services which can lower your mortgage payments without refinancing. 
Consulting. If you're facing foreclosure or are in the foreclosure process, we can help. Finally, proven debt solutions that work for the people. Become debt-free in 90 days. Doing nothing doesn't make the debt go away. Call Debt Crisis Solutions today and speak to an advisor absolutely free. Call 718-615-0123. That's 718-615-0123. Or visit them online at DebtCrisisSolutions.com. That's DebtCrisisSolutions.com today. Are you one of the people who think, I have plenty of time, nothing's ever going to happen bad to me? Do you believe that when your cupboards are bare, our corporate-controlled government will jump right in to feed you and yours? Do you have at least a year's supply of food for your family? This is Kurt, the armchair survivalist, heard on this network. Survival Enterprises sells real food, canned for long-term storage. Beef, chicken, turkey, bacon, butter, cheese, eggs, freeze-dried fruits and vegetables, Mountain House freeze-dried meals, MREs, a full nutritional line, the British Burkfeld water filter, and more. If you want to prepare now, now, go to beforeitstoolate.us. That's beforeitstoolate.us. Or call 1-800-753-1981. That's 1-800-753-1981. Or you can put your head in the sand and be just another sheeple in the corporate-controlled flock. But remember, those who don't learn from history are bound to repeat it. Farm radio show. Now they're bleaching breads to look like multigrains, so you yeah, have to brown. Get your ugly white ass out of here. <laughs> Weeknights from 5 to 7 p.m. Exactly. Central. Michael Berger, Life on the Edge of a Bubble, uh, co-wrote it with William Lewis. We haven't seen it yet. Michael, when we uh, we got to wrap this up, this interview here, because we have a power segment coming up, but we haven't seen this. Um, when the film gets sent to us, uh, I know you had mentioned you were going to send it along. Tony and I will watch it. Yes. Bias will watch it. Yes. And we also want to get you on the yes. uh, uh, back on the show so that you can, uh, so we could probably have some better, more informative uh, questions. questions for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we weren't uh, prepared a hundred percent on this, but oh, that's I'm, okay. You are I'm sorry you didn't ask. <laughs> I am. I am. No, no I was no, repent. not you. I was repent. Mayhem. Michael, thank you very much for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. We'll make sure you get the screener right away. All right, thank you. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Michael Berger from Life on the Edge of a Bubble. We'll be right back. We are on the farm. We'll have more on this fast-breaking story as I make it up. It's the Iran thing here, Ben. Nuclear pie. <laughs> He's relentless. He's ruthless. He's a ruthless man. It's real easy when you don't have a mic pie. <laughs> yeah, it's really. real freaking yeah. easy. When, when, your clips, <laughs> when your clips are pre-recorded for you. <laughs> and you just rely on the process. You bastard. It is true. I mean, gotta break a broom handle off in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the farm, final segment here. Wow, what a great guy. Michael Burgess, 
Yeah, Berger, 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 smart uh, guy, really smart, real, and, and really, you know what it is too. I mean, he makes it just for a great interview because he's he's got passion, he's got, uh, he's just got so much to his personality, he's got a sense of humor, he's got well, a great, man. and yeah, finally, awesome. we finally get someone to laugh with us on the farm. So, Michael, thank you so much for joining us. And yes, Ben, we will have to get him back I'm as so soon excited. as soon as possible because he's just got so much information and he just he just rips it out so fast. I'm so, dying really, to see the film. It's really tough to kind of keep you know to go along. Yeah, and then the film we can, we're going to do a whole show. I think we should do a whole show. Maybe like Movie Mondays, our first ever. Yeah. Just kind of going over that, that documentary because I think it's going to be fantastic. It looks great. But now it is, without further ado, time for the Animal Farm Power segment. Yes. Power thing through news at a very fast pace. Sponsored by Tasty Golf Tees. Of course, it's our flavored friends with their flavored golf tees in a flavored world, Ben. And it's tastygolftees.com. Flavored golf tees, they're wooden, they're, uh, they're all approved. You can check them out. Of course, uh, whatever, cherry and strawberry. So, flavored golf tees, check them out at tastygolftees. Cinnamon. Yes. Tastygolftees.com. And I'll still stand by my uh, claim that they take strokes off your game, but I don't know if that's true. Anyway, tastygolftees.com. The power segment starts. Benny, you're going to start it off. You're leading up. Go ahead there, Benny. All right, Benny. <laughs> uh, AP is reporting. Obama admin informed CIA officials no charges for waterboarding. Yeah. There we have it. Yeah. The change we could all believe in. CIA officials who participated in enhanced interrogations. Enhanced interrogations. What a bunch of crap. Yeah. Uh, during the Bush administration will not face charges. Unnamed administration officials told the Associated Press on Thursday. That's that a bunch be- of bullshit. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> Even before President Barack Obama took office in January, aides signaled his administration was not likely to bring criminal charges against CIA employees for their roles in the secret coercive terrorist interrogation program. <laughs> coercive terrorist in- interrogation. <laughs> yeah, I torture! It. I love it! Yeah. Torture! Try me again. I don't understand it. Inhumane torture. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, they got to have Battery acid yeah. torture. It has been deemed uh, legal at the time through opinions issued by the Justice Department under the Bush administration, the wire service reported. But that statement being issued Thursday by Attorney uh, General Eric Holder, the nation's chief law enforcement officer, the, the nation's chief Duncan uh, Donut Dunker, Dunkin Donut Dunker, <laughs> Dunkin Donut yeah. the chief cop, wow. uh, is the first definitive <laughs> assurance that those uh, CIA officials are in the clear as long as their actions were in line with the legal advice at the time. The officials spoke about the Holder statement ahead of its release on condition of anonymity, as uh, so as not to preempt the attorney general. Power signal continues. So that was the real reason. <laughs> Yes. We're reaching new lows in entertainment television, and this is the latest uh, out of TV Decoder Blogspot. Uh, Blagojevich in tentative deal to appear on NBC reality show. And as much as scum dirtbag, I can't get you know. It's like I cannot get up. I cannot get upset at the reality show. Like I can't get upset at Hannity, or I can't be angry with Rush Limbaugh because idiots listen to these people. They watch it. They the numbers speak for themselves. People are watching yeah. it. But NBC announced Tuesday night that it had made a tentative deal with the indica- uh, excuse me indicted former governor of Illinois Rod R Blagojevich to appear in a reality plan for this summer. Yes, it's going to be his own show. His I'm just tired of this stuff. Oh it's my. just crap. It is. It's all staged. The show, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, end quote. 
Won't uh, be sh- oh my god! I can't even believe this is real. I'm I sorry. was saying I wanted to, to, to uh, pull a red China China communist yeah. censorship on this and go to people's houses and start bashing in their TVs if they <laughs> watch this bad. crap. The more and more I'm trying to fight against tyranny, the more I want to become tyrannical. It's like I was saying that quote from uh, The Dark Knight. I want to execute every person that watches this show. I, yeah, it's like I, yeah, I, I literally want to. I want to arrest everybody who would actually spend their time watching any of these stupid shows. Just get off of it. <laughs> Do something with your life. Create something. I don't know. I'm just being uh, I'm being single-minded, I guess. We'll be shot in Costa Rica. Mr. Blagojevich would presumably need some kind of court approval to be allowed to leave the country Ugh. to the tape the program. It's going to be in a different country, of course. Out of control, He was man. indicted on April 2nd on 19 counts of corruption. 19 counts. He pleaded not guilty, by the way, Tuesday. So Jeez. more of the greatest people that we have to offer in this society screwing up this uh, unfortunate country. Power segment continues something stinks yeah like stale french fries <laughs> will it ever end will uh, it ever end the stupid reality tv please god stop it i want to start drowning babies because i might grow oh, up and watch man. that show you mean selling babies in mississippi <laughs> uh, oh god help us nsa spied on member of congress and broke new laws report says <laughs> Senate Intelligence Committee uh, plans hearing on reported NSA violations. An article in the New York Times detailing new violations of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act reported uh, reports that in recent months, the National Security Agency has been intercepting communi- communications of Americans on a scale going well beyond the broad legal limits established last year by Congress. Even more shocking, or unshocking, whoever you are, uh, the paper reveals that under the Bush administration, the NSA spied on a member of Congress and sought to wiretap the lawmaker without a warrant reports the times power segment continues oh my god right i love the power segment and all of you do do dutch tv show feeds conspiracy theories on bin laden's role on 9-11 so Across, across the world, it's getting a little bit of advertising here. A fake jury that exonerated Osama bin Laden from the September 11 terror attacks is following a televised mock trial on a popular Dutch program, and it sends a disturbing message to the world and fuels conspiracy theories. <laughs> former, of course, former New York dun, Mayor Rudy Giuliani says, you know, because he's not, he's innocent, of course. He's there, <laughs> not no, bitch. He's no blood had, on his hands. Huh? Yeah, he's not, he's not gotten rich off the war on terror. And on, anyway, in just 30 minutes, the jury of three men and two women who appeared on the Dutch shows as called Devil's Advocate, uh, ruled last Wednesday that there was no proof Bin Laden masterminded the 9-11 attacks or that he remains the head of Al-Qaeda. A television jury did acknowledge, however, that Bin Laden is a terrorist. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Because you're uh, a devil if you uh, think that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani, a former U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York and Republican presidential candidate, said programs like this are dangerous. Yes, they're dangerous. It's such a bizarre and irrational ruling that I don't think it'll have any weight with anyone or other than uh, to fuel conspiracy theories, said Giuliani. The clear damage it does is that it gives people who want to seize on irrational theories something else to talk about. That's a, that's a politician's saying tried and true. You sound like a politician, and he is. On the program, defense attorney Gerard Spong said he convinced the jury that Bin Laden's connection to 9-11 was the product of hearsay and Western propaganda by analyzing videos and statements that Al-Qaeda leader released after the terror attacks that killed nearly 3,000 people. So the Dutch uh, has a game show, and they actually talk about something real in the world. That's amazing. Maybe America <laughs> should start getting that going. Anyway, Power 7 continues. No, hell no. Hell no. We got to watch Blagojevich. This dumbass on the television. Someone get me in here. <laughs> what shoes are we wearing today? What? I sell Senate Oh, my seats. God. Give me a television set. I'm going to go buy a new 
dress. Me. <laughs> Stupid population. White House locked down after everybody. tea bags. I hate everybody, too. I hate everybody. Except for you guys and people listening to our show. I hate everybody else. Sorry. Uh, let's just hate everybody just, together. I'm so mad today, but I have so much anger. White House locked down after tea bags thrown. A robot was inspecting the suspicious package on the north lawn of the White House after tax protesters threw what appeared to be a box of tea bags over the White House fence. That prompted officials to clear Pennsylvania Ave Wednesday. Blah, 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 blah. We're almost out of time. Rob Chow to next Axiom Radio. We're out, folks. Tomorrow, repeat show. Not really repeat, but a wrap-up show. Stay with us. See you Monday live. Animal Farm Uh, Show out. I'm incredibly pissed off today. (laughs) 